Welcome to Faith and Family. I'm Andy Bates. Are you thirsty? It's getting hot out there. I am thirsty. How important is it to stay hydrated? What do we need to know in order to stay properly hydrated? Do you know, ever feel like you're you're just underhydrated? Well, how hydrated should you stay during the summer? We're looking at temperatures in the 80s and 90s this week here in St. Louis and perhaps where you are as well. We've got to stay on top of that. Our friends at LSS are going to help us with that. Thanks to our underwriter, Concordia University, Wisconsin, for their great support of Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO. Find them on our website, kfuo.org. My Thursday morning co-host, Anne-Marie Wallace, in studio this morning. Good morning, Anne-Marie. Good morning, Andy. How are you today? I'm very well, thanks. A little... A little Parched. thirsty. I went for a great run uh, with some fellas this morning. We got together and uh, did a, a few miles this morning on a trail. And I've been trying to uh, to recover and rehydrate today, but I am quite thirsty. So I'm excited that we're talking about hydration today. Um, you are slightly more ambitious than I was this morning. I overslept and <laughs> I was here on time. So congratulations to me. <laughs> You made it on time. Well, very good. I'm glad you're here. You brought along a friend. Uh, you Well, actually, you bring a lot of friends because we've got our friends on Facebook Live we today as do. well. We do. So at Lutheran Senior Services, um, we've got a lot of great experts. I bring one today with me. But as well, Andy's talking about the fact that we Facebook Live all our KFU segments. And so if you were to go to facebook.com slash Lutheran Senior Services, you can see what's happening in the studio right now, the funny face that Andy's making. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's my normal face. What are you talking about? <laughs> but you can join us there as well. And you're going to want to because later we're going to be doing some really cool things um, that's a little bit more visually stimulating. So hop online, facebook.com slash Lutheran Senior Services. Did you hear the, uh, the the announcement for this program this week? Did you get to catch it at all this week? I did not. Yeah. I assumed that it was it fantastic probably, as always. It was fun, but it might have annoyed a few people because at the end I went, ah. Very nice. Because <laughs> I was thirsty. You so creative. <laughs> well, to talk to us today about water, the importance of water, not only, you know, for our body's health, um, but also just in daily living, I bring with us Tiffany Howard. She is the Director of Clinical Education here at Lutheran Senior Services. So, Tiffany, thank you for being with us this morning. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. So, Director of Clinical Education sounds like super fancy and It's a super fancy role. I'm not doubting what you do, but can you explain a little bit what you do? Yeah, so LSS has this wonderful opportunity that in each of our communities and service lines, we have an educator that supports that community or service line. And uh, we really work to uh, make sure that we're delivering standards of care across the organization. Um, And it's, it's a great thing to do every day. Okay, when you say service line, what do you mean by that? So with Lutheran Senior Services, we have our CCRCs. uh, So we can help educate staff members from independent living, assisted living, the care center, um, and then even our home and community-based services, which is private duty, home health, and hospice. Gotcha. Now Mm. I'm on board. Okay. And that's, again, the great thing about Lutheran Senior Services is we have multiple services, a variety of them to meet the needs of older adults um, here in St. Louis and Illinois and Central Missouri as well. But yes, so Tiffany brings with her great experience. She's got a great team that works with her. And she's also a bit of a water lover. <laughs> I'm surprised, actually, it's not in is studio. Is there a word for that? A water lover? Aquaphile? Is it? Is that? Maybe. I'm making up words. We'll I, probably, I should later. be careful. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> but I laugh. And the reason why I brought Tiffany in today is when you meet Tiffany, 
you will also meet her pink water bottle. She carries it around <laughs> everywhere with her because she's really, uh, she knows the importance of mm-hmm. water um, and she's a real big proponent amongst our staff members, amongst our residents, because in older adults, making sure that you're well hydrated can be an issue as well. And so when we were talking about, you know, who should be on the show today, I swear, Tiffany, you walked by with your pink water bottle and I went, Tiffany Howard, she's our girl. <laughs> Well, thanks. My poor water bottle's by itself out there. I didn't think I could bring props in. <laughs> <laughs> my, I, I, I carry a water bottle around with me all the time, too. And uh, my lovely wife and son for Father's Day gave me a new water bottle that keeps my water mm. cold all morning. And uh, I just need, like, a giant one, though, because <laughs> I like to drink water and, and stay hydrated. Well, good. Well, Tiffany, can you start us off, then? We obviously Andy loves water. Um, you know, we all need it to survive and live. But really, what does water do for us, like for our bodies? Well, really, if you think about your car and you have to fill it up with gasoline for it to work, uh, the same thing happens with water in our body. It's essential for every function that our body needs to do. Um, For example, our brains are made up of almost 60% water. Uh, And so for us to be thinking clearly on a daily basis and doing the things that we need to do, water really is that, that component that brings everything together. Hmm. 60% water? Really? I, I knew I, it was high. I didn't think it was that high. Mine might be a little bit higher. <laughs> <laughs> I swim a lot, so it could be because I swim. 60% water. So we, so you want to keep replenishing. I gather we, we lose a lot of water, too, through activity, right? Yes, especially uh, this time of year, um, just with it being, you know, we sweat just naturally more. And so this time of year, it's definitely um, even more important that we're making sure that we're drinking enough water throughout the day. So besides, you know, our bodies being made up of a lot of water, I know that there must be other things that it does as well in terms of digestion. Definitely. Uh, It's very important for digestion. Um, It's great for keeping our skin looking um, nice and perky like we all want it to. Uh, It also helps with muscle cramps and muscle strains. So if you're not getting enough water, um, but you're still working and taking a walk or doing all those things that you need to do, if you're not getting enough water, uh, that could be a cause of why you're having those muscle cramps. Oh, wow. Hmm. So... Not only, you know, we have water, you know, it does, it hydrates us and it keeps kind of our body moving together. But you were talking then if you don't get enough water, muscle cramps are a sign. Are there any other signs to tell us like, oh, we should be, we should be drinking more water? Yes. Actually, when you feel hungry, a lot of times... minus, you know, your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But a lot of times if you're feeling hungry in between those times, it's not that you need Mm -hmm. food. It's that you actually need water. Uh, So I recommend if you have that feeling at two o'clock in the afternoon and you say to yourself, I just ate lunch. I can't believe I'm hungry again. Drink a glass of water and then wait, uh, you know, 10 to 15 minutes and see how you feel. A lot of times that's your body telling Mm -hmm. you that you need more water and not something to eat. I found that to be true, especially uh, after dinner in the evening or right before bed. I'll feel hungry and think, oh, maybe I need a second dessert or something like that and and try to justify that. But in reality, a few times I've thought, maybe, why am I hungry? I just ate an entire dinner, you know, a a full serving and and, uh, all that I needed in a dinner. I shouldn't be hungry right now. I got plenty of protein, things like that. So I shouldn't be hungry. Did just what you said. Had a glass of water, was fine. Or two glasses of water. Obviously, I was underhydrated. 
Well, and folks that are looking to manage their weight, a lot of times uh, if you drink a glass of water before you eat, you one are hydrating yourselves, um, but you're also filling up a little bit on water and that might be able, you might not eat all of your dinner or all your calories if you're trying to look at that as well. So with that being said, I know there's a lot of like kind of general rules out there. Is there like a standard amount of water that you should be drinking every day or does it vary by like age or how much, I mean, how much should we be (laughs) drinking? Because I don't want to wait for the signs of my body to be like, I'm thirsty before I actually start drinking. You know, it's, it's good to know beforehand. I mean, how much water were we talking about per day? Uh, So I think everyone has heard of eight glasses of water a day is what you need, Um, but we're all individual, right? Uh, So the new suggestions that uh, have been coming out over the past few years is that you should look at your weight and take that number, put it in ounces. So if you're 120 pounds, then take 120 ounces and cut that in half. And that's about what your body needs on a daily basis. Hmm. Now, in terms of folks that are really athletic and are running in this heat or playing soccer or any of those you know, outdoor activities, you might need to bump that up a little bit. But it's, it's a little bit more individualized than that eight glasses a day mentality that we were used to hearing. I found that... If I'm kind of tired or sluggish, um, or if I've got a long road trip, uh, driving a long time, that you know, some people would resort to caffeine or mm-hmm. something like that to wake them up, uh, especially in the afternoon. I found honestly, if I just have a glass of cold water, that's generally enough to to give me the energy uh, to to keep moving on. If it's on a long drive cold stop for a cold water and that'll wake me right up and I'm fine for, you know, driving for another hour or two. Same thing in the afternoon, get kind of sleepy or tired, especially that post lunch thing. Mm-hmm. Start, Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Start getting sleepy, nice, cold, clear water. And, uh, that will help me get through and get the energy that I need. So generally I'm thinking it's probably that I'm just underhydrated and that's why I'm tired. Absolutely. And that caffeine, um, and I'm a caffeine fan. I have a cup of coffee every morning, but um, that caffeine is short-lived. So when you're hydrating and you're drinking lots of water, you're improving your health you know, on a daily basis for that longevity and not just that quick fix that caffeine can give you. And I don't, this could be incorrect. So maybe Tiffany, you can, you know, bring to light. I heard that caffeine actually dehydrates you. Is that true or not true? We're now fact or fiction. <laughs> um, I would, I'm not exactly sure. That's a great question. And I'm a clinical educator, so I can probably <laughs> research that. But I'm, I'm assuming that there probably is a little bit of um, fact behind that. Oh, look at that. Fun fact to you, Good job. by Lutheran Senior Services. How true it is, we'll find out later. It's a vasoconstrictor, is that right? It, it constricts your vessels, so I would think so. Oh, there we go. I'm going to, yeah. You're going to say fact? I'm not an expert. I'm just throwing out words. (laughs) (laughs) So Tiffany's talked to us a little bit about what water does for us. The fact that it's kind of the gas in in the car. It keeps us going. It also helps with digestion. Um, It does a bunch of things for our body because it is 60% made of water. Um, So I think everyone knows that they should be drinking water, you know, that it's good for us, that it does a lot of things for our bodies, for our minds um, to help us get through the day. But, and I understand where people are coming from it's hard sometimes to get water into your diet. Sometimes, you know, it's a little boring maybe. Mm -hmm. So Tiffany, can you speak of what are some ways that we can incorporate water 
into our daily intake and not really trick ourselves, but, but how can we help to make sure that we get enough water, even if eight glasses or however many ounces per your weight you're supposed to get might seem a little daunting? Definitely. So you have to find what works for you. So you mentioned my pink water bottle. Um, I love my pink water bottle. It's <laughs> it's right. I mean, people associate me with my pink water bottle. So that's a motivator for me. I love my bottle. It's with me all the time. You were mentioning um, before we came on that you need a straw. So you really have to find what works for you. Um, start early with drinking water. When you get up, you know, you haven't had anything to drink for eight hours, right? And so we talk about breakfast being the most important meal of the day. Well, drinking early and having a glass of water in the morning when you wake up um, is also a great way to start your day. And when you drink early, then you have more of a chance of getting your intake in throughout the day. Um, Have a glass of water with your meal or right before your meal. Uh, If you are goal oriented, like I am, um, I set goals for myself, you know, of how much water that I drink a day and I keep a checklist next to me and I get to get a check mark um, every time I drink, every time I drink um, another bottle of water. And I have seen you can even get water bottles or you could make it yourself in the fact that you just put lines on a water bottle, say, you know, between 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. I'm going to drink between this and this line. And it goes Mm -hmm. all throughout the day so that it's another way that you can keep track. So Tiffany keeps a a checklist. You could keep kind of a virtual checklist on your water bottle of how much you're drinking so that you can make sure that you're getting enough water intake. Now, what about, are there certain foods that you could also eat that are maybe heavier in water or have a higher water content? Absolutely. And we're actually in a really great time of year for that. Um, Cucumbers, berries, fruits and vegetables in general uh, have a lot of water in them. So that also adds to your um, daily water intake. Mm -hmm. Particularly if they're growing in your garden and you remember to water them, then they have plenty of water in them. but if you forget to water them, then they, yeah. they're thirsty just like me. There we go. I'm really glad that you pointed out that, that you shared the point that sometimes when you feel like you're hungry, you're really actually just thirsty because that that happens frequently. When you're thinking, at, in my case, when I'm thinking I need a cookie or something like that or some kind of dessert, the reality is you just need more water. And that's really going to satisfy that need. And you don't need all the extra sugar from the cookie. <laughs> that's, yeah. So we've got, you know, plain old water, which is great. Mm-hmm. I know, Andy, you were talking earlier, you've got filtered water, which you really like. Um, and you can go out and get that as well. Then there's also your fruits, watermelon, cucumbers, berries, Tiffany was saying. And so I pose another question to you. There's a lot of water flavorings out there. What are your thoughts on those? Because I know that some of them have sugars in them, like Andy was talking about. Yes. So you do have to be careful about that when you're going to the grocery store and maybe you're going down the water aisle and you see all these fun, flavorful waters. You really do need to read the ingredients and make sure that it's um, no calorie and that it's really, um, you know, a natural flavoring that's added to the water. Because a lot of things will look like they're really healthy. Uh, The packaging will try to convince you that it's really healthy Mm -hmm. and it might not be. So really make sure that you're reading that nutrition label uh, and that you're buying something that truly is going to meet the needs for your body. So you're saying there's deception out there in terms of it could be like Kool-Aid, basically like sugary water. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Adding calories that yeah. you don't necessarily need or, or carbs that, that may not necessarily be helpful or even worse preservatives that, that you, that aren't helpful either. Yeah. We found some that we like, but I, 
what's the best route to go rather than just, you know, adding a packet of something that might have preservatives in it? So water can be so much fun, and I don't think people realize that, but there's a lot of things that you can add um, fruit and herb-wise to make your water taste better, um, and there's so many recipes online, but we have a couple, We have one that we're going to show today here, um, but you really can have a lot of fun with your water. So this is the part that I was mentioning earlier for all of you who are listening um, on KFUO. Great point to jump over to facebook.com slash Lutheran Senior Services because we're actually going to make a water-infused recipe this morning um, with a few ingredients that I've never put in water before but smell really good. And And simple. And very simple. I mean, I've got two ingredients here and water, Um, things that you can find at any grocery store. And I know that these water-infused recipes are really popular right now. I mean, in our communities, we have water infusion like everywhere. And that's why I also, I go in and I get my my glass of either like lemon-flavored water or we'll do different combinations. But today, um, we're doing a fennel and orange water infusion. And so we actually have our cutting board here. We've got my orange and I'm going to slide this over to Tiffany. She's going to be our cutter this morning. (laughs) Um, And so basically I just went to the grocery store. I picked up some fennel, which um, you can find anywhere. Fennel is really funny looking. It kind of, it's got a bulb on the bottom and then it almost looks like feathery. Yeah. Like feathery or almost hair-like kind of. It looks like a head because you've got the little bulb at the bottom and then some like branches, some fronds sticking out that look like that. So you can find that within your produce section. Like I said, really feathery. So Tiffany, if you can cut off a few of the feathered tops for us there, that's going to be important. And then we're actually going to cut the bulb into small slices as well, like slivers. So I'm going to let you do that. The thing I like about fennel is I I like the anise smell. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know why it, it but it just it's so aromatic it smells so good when you were uh, prepping here in the studio this morning i could smell it and it just i love that that anise mm-hmm. uh, aroma and most people are familiar so it's got like a licorice mm-hmm. anise has a licorice flavoring to it um you might be if you like chai tea that's one of the ingredients within chai tea and it gives it that little that licorice taste a little kick there as well and so fennel comes from the same family the same grouping um And it grows in the U.S., in Russia, in India, um, kind of climates like that. But you can find it at any grocery store. And yeah, even right now, I can smell that licorice flavor there. So what you're going to do then is, while Tiffany's cutting that up, at home this is really easy because you just grab a pitcher of water, which we have one here in studio. And then I'm going to throw in a few of these slices here. So these are the bottom of the bulb, the frond slices, and they kind of look like leeks as well. So if you've ever had leek, it Mm -hmm. it looks kind of similar to that. And you just throw that in the bottom there, and she's giving me some of these great little, they almost look like pine needles, (laughs) kind of little pine clippings there. And we're going to do that. And then we're also going to put in some oranges as well. So we're doing kind of a um, a fennel orange, so a licorice and orange kind of flavoring there. So she just chopped really quick. Um, you can keep the rind in. And we're just going to pop those in there as well. Pop all of those in. And then it's really easy in the fact that you add um, water to it. You put it in the refrigerator and you let it sit for about two to four hours. Now you could go longer as well, but 
two to four hours. And what what's happening is the flavors from the oranges, the flavors from the fennel are being infused into the water. And so after two to four hours, you can take that out of the refrigerator. And we actually have some preset glasses here. So Tiffany, we're doing a round of cheers today. All right. Perfect. Now, because you don't have a... Ooh, that's very lovely. Actually, here, I'll switch you out. Okay. Um, it smells so good. It does. So what you would really want to do after you let it sit for two to four hours is you would dump out the fruit and the fennel. So you would just leave the water in. Now, we in our glasses here in studio have added some additional, some fresher fennel, oranges um, to that to kind of garnish the glass. It does look very pretty. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Do you... Uh, Smell it like a, mm-hmm. like a like a glass of wine, <laughs> like a good glass Swirl of wine. It you smell it, yeah. Smell it. it. Doesn't have legs though. Mm. That'd be really weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, then you have the flavoring of mm. that lemon, of that fennel, and the water doesn't really taste like water anymore. Your kind of palate picks up mm-hmm. on those different flavors. And like we said, when you're trying to get you know the recommended number of ounces, this is a great way to do it. Super easy. We, I mean, literally, we did it in less than a minute here. While and we were talking, while we were on talk- a program, didn't even have to stop talking. I would think you could add. Some fruit or or vegetables or herbs or things that you're adding may add antioxidants as well, I would think. That would be a bonus. Oh, yeah. And there's so many combinations. So we were talking, I've had before, um, our communities do this like amazing, I mean, and I say they do that. I mean, it's, it's just as simple as they cut up cucumbers and mm-hmm. limes and they put them together. And that water is fantastic. I've seen people do berries, you know, strawberries. Um, I've seen people use a little bit of rosemary in those mm-hmm. as well. So there's so many flavor combinations that you can try. Um, so your water can take on a whole new life of its own. Really delicious. Tiffany, are you straight water or do you like some infused waters? Which do you do you have a preference? Well, my preference would be this orange fennel water that we made today. <laughs> um, but on the go, it has to be regular water, which I happen to love. But um, when I'm at home in the evening or on the weekends, I definitely like to change it up. Mm-hmm. And the great thing about these recipes is that you can even take this one step further. And if you like sparkling water or kind of like that fizz, you mm-hmm. can put some of that in there as well. Um, and that kind of gives it even more life. This is fun. I wouldn't have thought of mixing fennel with oranges to, yeah. uh, to create a Well, and I think fennel is water is a flavor that's heavily used in Mediterranean and mm-hmm. Italian dishes. And I don't think it's, I think it's making its way into more mainstream cuisine here in the United States and other European areas as well. And it's just one of those, those great ingredients that kind of was sitting on the shelf and not being used as much and, and now is getting a little bit more light because it does have a lot of great flavor in it. Um, that but it's add. not overbearing. Mm-mm. It's not, it's not like we're drinking licorice right. from a glass over here. It's just kind of a hint mm-hmm. of, uh, a little hint of licorice fennel taste with the in the combination with the orange. The orange slightly sweet, mm-hmm. citrusy. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's it's very refreshing. Mine's almost gone. How about you? <laughs> We're gonna fill up for another glass soon after this. But again, there are so many recipes out there. I would just encourage everyone to go out, Google, you know, different water infusion recipes. You'll find so many combinations out there. A lot with seasonal um, seasonal fruits that are that are available right now at, at basically any grocery store. But try one out this weekend. I mean, it's a great opportunity to kind of freshen up your water routine. Any uh, advice now to pitfalls to avoid? You, Tiffany, you mentioned if it's on the go, you're you're not going to take a, an infused water. I'm guessing if you forget it in the car and it gets hot, that's probably going to be gross, huh? Mm. 
You're going to have like fennel orange soup. <laughs> yeah, you, I would I would definitely either make sure that you take all the fruit and fennel out so that you just have the water mm-hmm. left over or yes, to make sure that it stays refrigerated. And after, you know, a day or two, that fruit in there, you are going to want to kind of take that out because <laughs> it's not going to be good anymore. I have seen bottles designed specifically for uh, infusion for fruits, mm-hmm. vegetables, spices that they have a special compartment for infusion so that you're not like getting all the fruit in your face when you're trying to drink. Oh, I had a great, I gave to my mother-in-law for Christmas a few years ago. It had a bottom portion. Mm-hmm. So you packed the fruit in there and then you twisted it and kind of broke up the fruit, but then it had kind of like a sieve in between the water so that it could go up, but like the big chunks didn't, didn't come out. So that could be a great present for someone out there that you know, or for yourself, treat yourself. I know this sounds really excessive, but this is really good. Mm-hmm. I'm not lying. This I know. Really good. It is really good. You should not be you, intimidated by the fennel. It was so mm-hmm. easy. Mm-hmm. I'm, su- I'm pleasantly surprised. What a good combination. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to have to stop and pick up some fennel on the way home. Try it for yourself today. Fun idea. Is, is Are we putting this recipe online? I um, guess it's, it's pretty easy. water and oranges and fennel. <laughs> <laughs> I might need a recipe later. <laughs> All right. I'll see what I can do for you, Andy. (laughs) What are we talking about next time? (laughs) So um, two weeks from now, we'll be back in studio. That's July 13th, right here at this time. And we're going to be talking about how to care for the caregiver. So we've got a a population that's that's growing older, and we have a lot of people who are taking care of loved ones or people that they know who aren't necessarily like trained caregivers. Mm -hmm. So, But it's important for those people to take care of themselves as well, because the care that you give yourself is reflected in the care that you give others. So we're bringing one of our um, social service coordinators on and they're going to be giving some great tips about how caregivers can take care of themselves, like I said, so they can offer the best care to those um, who are within their reach. LSSliving.org. Tiffany, thanks so much for coming over today, sharing some great water tips with us. Thanks for having me. And Marie, thank you. See you next time. Sounds great. I'm going to drink the rest of this water. Faith and Family continues. We'll talk with our missionary serving in South Korea up next on Worldwide KFUO. Concordia University, Wisconsin and Mequon overlooks a half mile of beautiful Lake Michigan shoreline. CUW campus is located 15 miles north of Milwaukee with over 70 undergraduate majors, 28 graduate degree programs and doctorate programs in pharmacy, physical therapy, occupational therapy and nursing practice. CUW offers online learning and accelerated learning at one of nine Wisconsin centers and one in St. Louis. Traditional or accelerated education, CUW has the program for you. CUW.edu.